This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. And welcome to Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And we are particularly testosterone heavy today because we have <laughs> lost our good friend Joe to a house move. Um, she's not with us today. So you've got, you're very fortunate to have just myself and Niall, the backbone of the Property Jam podcast. I mean, like we are the masculinity behind Property Jam, really. We are. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're the glamour. We were the glamour. <laughs> Does um, that make Joe the glitz? <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Well, would you think Joe would say glitz or glamour? Well, um, mm. well, we should probably move on to talking about something property related today. So, um, because it's just the two of us, we have been racking our brains. What would be a really good topic to discuss on this this week's episode? And for the last week, well, from my perspective, for the last month, <laughs> I've been trying to get a deal over the line it's a deal that we've been doing together with um, some other partners and it has caused a lot of pain a lot of heartache and a lot of unnecessary a lot of unnecessary time wasting Mm -hmm. um, by various people along the whole chain including the people we're working with including the banks including the solicitors um, including the investors or in fact probably not the investor the investor was probably the swiftest one of the lot um, but yeah it's taken us a while to get it over the line we agreed it back in November and we finally completed today yay, yay! Um, which is at the end of June um, and so I'm not sure when this goes out probably in a couple of weeks but yeah we completed today so it's taken us what's that seven months mm. to get it over the line it's just frustratingly painful just seeing the process unravel over that period of time. And every at every point when you think you're close to the finish line, you think you've done everything that you could possibly do and sign every piece of paper that you think you could have signed. Suddenly, on the 11th hour, at half past three, on a Friday evening, you get sent another piece of paper to sign. When I'm in a field. When you're in a field on a campsite. <laughs> but this is something that's come up before. Why do they always leave it to a Friday evening to send that last piece of information? Why not send it on Friday morning? It could Thursday? be on Friday morning. It's just to do with the information flow. The information flow is really bad. And um, to play devil's advocate, solicitors are probably... Um, got too much on their plate uh, or that's definitely conveyances they're dealing with quite a lot of cases so they're trying mm-hmm. to juggle ca- uh, workload in cases it'd be quite interesting to actually get a solicitor on here uh, a conveyancer to show what it's actually like behind the scenes and and are all of our moans and gripes are they valid or should we <laughs> give solicitors more slack but to be fair i feel like Things could be done, could have been done a day earlier or two days earlier. And that's the frustrating thing about getting deals over the line is that things just slip. If it slips by, in this example, 
half an hour. If I had an extra half an hour, I probably would have been able to get that paperwork sorted. Because the solicitor's office closed at half four. Correct. So on a Friday. On a Friday. So I think it is um, quite... Oh, sorry, someone's trying to call me. Just popped up on my screen. Sorry about that. Uh, this is the thing as well that frustrates me, I guess. And it's probably not the solicitor's fault, but it, I'm going to moan about it anyway. We don't really care. I want you to moan, Niall, is it? Because <laughs> we don't care what day of the week it is or what time of the day it is. If we know that we can fill in a form or sign a piece of paper to get a deal done, we'll do it if it's eight o'clock at night. Whereas from the solicitor's point of view or for the people that are working in the office environment in the corporate world, nine to five or half four as the case may be, like as soon as it, as soon as it comes to half four, they clock off and walk away and don't think about it. Whereas we think about it all the time. We're, it's in our minds, it's our business. It's more uh, emotional for us. Yeah, and as much as we'd like it to be non-emotional and treat it more like a business, it, it is very frustrating because you put a lot of energy into it. Mm -hmm. So so with, with this particular deal, I suppose we should start at the beginning and explain how this particular deal came to fruition and, and why it's taken so long because a little bit a little bit of it is my fault i started the delay <laughs> a few months ago because i had an idea so those of you who've listened to property jam before know i like to come up with creative ideas and try and solve problems uh gets me in trouble with the wife uh but also um gets us out of trouble as well and sometimes i overthink things and sometimes i come up with really good really good solutions so with this one it was a deal we're doing in Kent. It's an HMO, HMO conversion, straightforward house to eight bed HMO. And we agreed it back in November, as I said earlier. Uh, and we, at the time, we didn't have an investor. So it was a case we're going to agree this. And we're going to move it forward with a bridging loan, a straightforward bridge plus investor. So we, we things moved quite quickly at the beginning. And then we told, told our solicitor, slow down a little because um, we still need to find the investor. So he slowed mm -hmm. down a little bit and kept them at, at bay, <clears throat> found the investor. Uh, that was all, all sorted. And we had a time frame for when the investor had their funds. So we started working towards that. But we still needed a bit extra because we, we needed a bit more on top of the uh, what the, invest, the investor had. So I went back to the bank and I said, can we change the product from a bridge to a refurbishment loan? And can we get some more money out of you? And we worked out, yeah, we could probably get an extra... I don't know how much, it was, how much it was now, 100K out of them. Um, and so, yeah, that's worth going through the process. And we've got a month or two before the investors got the money readily available. So we did, we sent out a valuer. And the first valuer had valued it exactly what we're buying it at, straightforward bridge, uh, easy day, it, it, happy days. And then the second valuer, a different valuer for some reason, went out and then valued it uh, almost £100,000 lower. Just because he was having a bad day. I don't know, um, but I think I made a critical error. And we've not talked about this now, actually. I think I made a very critical error by not going to the valuation. Yeah, okay. but Because it's development finance. We're asking them to value something which doesn't exist and to, to get our point across. On a straightforward bridge, it's bricks and mortar. It is what it is. If they agree with that, that um valuation on the purchase yeah it was a very straightforward value um we don't normally go to that type of valuation but yeah. when we're asking them to have a vision of what we're looking to create 
and why our numbers are what they are and and the, why the rents that we're going to get what they are we should have put a valuation pack together and one of us should have gone to that evaluation because that would have saved us a lot of heartache because in the end i thought we were going to be a hundred thousand pounds better off with a, with our refurbishment loan we ended up being about twenty thousand pounds better off because of the way the, the loan was structured um had to be restructured a lot um to make it work and then the next yeah. four months and given the time the extra time involved as well we probably ended up worse off in reality because we could have had the refurbishment started or underway yeah. by now yeah. there or thereabouts yeah it's probably negligible in terms of better off just worse off because of the time difference yeah the time difference and time makes a is a big factor in the whole process you know when you think about um, the time to refurbish the getting tenants in quicker getting it refinanced quicker you know, the whole process is just stretched out but we're not in control of any of that and i get where you're coming from that it may have been uh beneficial for one of us to be there and have an investment pack sorry a refinance pack for the valuer i'm still not convinced we would have got what we wanted because of the because it was such a down valuation like a hundred grand less i mean it would take one hell of a refinance pack to convince him that it was worth a hundred thousand pounds more yeah um i i agree with that but the reason why it was valued down was because of the development. So they were looking at more of the, this is the development value because of the, what you're going to do to it, et cetera, et cetera. And um, mm. so, so it was a bit of an odd one. Um, but I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Therefore, I wish I'd gone or you had gone so that we knew we'd given it the best shot. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So, yeah, I think as well, like it, a different valuer could have come out and gone. it could have gone in our favour years so that coming back to this deal then that slowed things down but then but then it was just the solicitors asking for more and more things the bank asking for more and more things um and because and i think anyone that works with banks works with lenders works with solicitors will know will understand the experience of things slipping by a day by another day like we were ready to complete on Friday, but I couldn't get the paperwork signed. And then I, I got, got the paperwork to them at 9, 9.30 on Monday morning. They still didn't complete on Monday. It still slipped into today. And it wasn't even this morning. It was this afternoon. It was literally this afternoon. Yeah. This afternoon. So it slipped by 48 hours because of one piece of paper. And the reason it did is because we put that in. Then the lender solicitor asked for another piece of paper from our solicitor, the undertakings. <laughs> and then they had to go up to a senior solicitor and all of this. It's just like, ah, ah, ah. It is, but, it does seem unnecessarily complicated and archaic, the amount of paperwork that's involved in the whole process. And thinking about the timings and when uh, they do tend to exchange and complete, especially the completion part, it's always at the end of the day. So perhaps they've got a target to hit for the end of the day. So they leave them until the evening to do them all. I don't <laughs> I don't okay, know. so now that we've, we have completed, the property is ours. And that whole thing, I know you've mentioned this as well before, Matt, you get that email from the solicitor to say, congratulations, you've completed, but nothing really has changed. We haven't, done anything really um piece of paper has been signed a transaction has been completed and now we own the property Correct. um 
And now that that's done, we're like, okay, on to the next one. <laughs> well, I may, I may or may not have uh, said that in my email saying, thank you very much for all your help on this in these transactions to our solicitors. We like our solicitors um, on the whole. Um, and then I said, did you get the instruction for the next one? <laughs> <laughs> so that there is a question in that then. So if we hate the process so much, and we constantly moan about it and get stressed to the hilt about it so much so that we're throwing our phones away. Why do we keep doing it? Why um, do we keep putting ourselves through that pain? Because you're worth it. It's worth <laughs> like L'Oreal, we're worth it too. <laughs> um, why do we do it? Because we're a glutton for punishment. And you know what? We know it every single time. And maybe we just, it's, it's like, for me, it was a bad example. Like, like people that are, are subject to domestic violence or abuse. Literally thinking the same thing. And, and whereby they, you, you almost forgive the abuser. And because you don't want to, because you get used to the situation. I don't know. I'm sure there are people out there that are screaming at me for not relating, but, um, it seems like something whereby you go back in again because it's what you know it's what you do and also property pays quite well and you do it right it it comes out in in the end and you know we've had issues in projects five years ago six years ago seven years ago and at the time tearing our hairs out i can't really remember what they were but i remember being quite stressed at the time but i'm very happy that i've got those properties now yeah, so I am convinced there is a psychological element to all of this that we actually enjoy the pain in some way, shape, or form, because. And you just want to go on holiday to the beach. You, you, you'd be craving <laughs> the pain. Is like, give me, give me a completion. Give me a builder that's not going to do the work. Give me a planning permission which takes eighteen months. Then I've got something to moan about. It's too nice here. The sun <laughs> on me. They're bringing me cocktails. I just can't cope. Can't cope with all this leisure time. <laughs> I think there is something in that because we, we do go back again and again and again. And no matter how many times we've been through the process, we still get very frustrated and annoyed and angry that it's taking so long. And I guess maybe it's because our expectations are a lot higher than those of the solicitors and the lenders that we're working with. Obviously, we're just one client in their massive wheel of um people that they're working with it's very important to us for this deal to cross the line so that we can progress to the next step and we can refurbish it and then we can rent it out um, and have that asset but to them it's just another property deal just so, yeah it's just the next one um but even when i was chatting to the bank they were like this is the most historic deal in the pipeline i want to get this over the line just as much as you do <laughs> Because, uh, <laughs> you know, just cl clear the backlog because I'm sure they'll be getting pressure from the higher up saying, why is this completed yet? We've assigned this money. Get it done. Get it done. And yeah. then but they have to go through the motions. You have to make sure it's underwritten. You've got your underwriter. You've got your senior underwriter. You Then you've got your completions manager. You know, everyone that's double checking, triple checking everything along the way. I, I know they've got to do that. And then they're doing with the solicitors that are doing exactly the same process, checking from a legal perspective, you know, and the paralegals doing most of the work. And then you've got the solicitors that are signing off on it and doing a file review and checking everything's done. And then and then you've got the accounts team that have to send the money and they're probably sending hundreds of thousands of pounds every minute. And then 
you've got the other and you've got our solicitors that's looking out for our best interest that won't let us do anything creative like I would have exchanged on this property like four weeks ago and then been two weeks delayed for completion because I was that gung-ho mm. um but they're like no don't do this don't do that and the vendor screaming saying we're going to pull out and all of this stuff which is quite normal but then the last one we did before this we completed on it in seven weeks that was a cash purchase it was a cash purchase so we cut out the bank and the bank solicitors we did and that is where the problem lies in my view get rid of the banks it's it's all the red tape that's around borrowing money from um from the the from banks and lenders that is where the problems lie and I appreciate they've got their due diligence to do. They've got their AML stuff to do. They've got a lot of background uh, research to do and due diligence before they hand over their money. But seriously, it could be a lot quicker. Oh, most definitely. You just want it to be back in the good old days of self-certified mortgages, don't you? Can you afford this mortgage? Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. But that we wouldn't have been able to do that because it's not a mortgage we've got. No, that is very true. So it's not a standard straightforward mortgage that you would buy your residential property with or even a simple buy to let with. So we, those are probably still a lot quicker in theory, but, but on the flip side, we spoke to um, uh, some of our colleagues earlier today. We had a bit of a mastermind uh, session in the morning and how long was it they were saying seven or eight months for a simple transaction for a residential property to go through and it still hasn't completed yeah cash cash purchase uh again that was down to the solicitors um who'd made a mess of the transaction because they these guys had built the houses and were selling them off and mm -hmm. the solicitors had, had messed up the the titles so it meant that um let's say there i think there were six houses in a row um one of the houses that had already sold had to give permission for the house next door to be sold. And then it's turning around and going, well, why should I give permission? I'd like 10 grand, please. <laughs> <laughs> Which is and, a bit naughty. That's a bit naughty. I mean, that is naughty. And I don't think most people, I think most people would say, yes, that's fine. I wouldn't even, it wouldn't even cross their minds to charge for their, for their consent. But uh, you've got people that, uh, you know, especially if it was a mistake by the solicitors, there's absolutely no way that the sale of a house should be contingent on the sale of a neighbouring property after they've just been built. That's just absolutely ridiculous. And to be honest, if the neighbours are wanting to get a 10 grand uh, bump out of it, then are they really the people you want to be living next door to? <laughs> they're not exactly going to be the friendliest of neighbours if all they just want to rinse you every time or at every opportunity. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so now that this is done, we move on to the next stage, which is obviously going to be stress-free. Uh, yes, although would you like some good news? Go on then. I've just checked the completion statement from the bank and there's about 30 grand um, more on here left over than I thought. Oh, really? I don't know how that's happened. Oh. Maybe, maybe we like solicitors now. <laughs> Maybe they've given us a wee bit extra for the hassle and the time. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll take any little win. I'll take a little win there. 
Yeah. I don't quite understand it, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll deal with that. Well, not, let me wrap this up. Not that thirty grand's a little win. That's a fairly significant win, to be fair. That'll that's go a long way towards the refurbishment. <laughs> I mean, yes, I know that's going to make our our builder very happy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so um, where, where were we? We're talking about getting deals over the line, frustrations of it. Why do we do it? And I don't. Yeah, sure. There's. Yeah, I just don't know. How think, how how can you speed up getting a deal over the line? How could you okay. be how can you be prepared? How can you get these? So someone's listening, going, okay, you you love you're glutton for punishment. I, I I I kind of I identify with some of those issues that you're having, or you know, so I've never experienced that kind of change before. How, how could you mitigate it? <clears throat> well, first of all, we'll probably go back about three months and tell you not to be so fucking creative. It was more like five months because I think I had the first conversation in January and it was such a good idea. On, you know, I didn't even think that the valuer would do something stupid. Um, so that was that was a mistake on my part um, and a big learning for for us, um, which I'm able to put, uh, pass on because I've got two clients at the moment on different deals that are doing something similar. And I'm just like, do this, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. But I think the um, perhaps, is, I guess, from our own point of view I guess the creativeness obviously just didn't fly with the lenders they were just not on board with it uh was it too creative no, they were they, they, they were no they were they were happy with the idea and in fact they had to be overly creative to try and move move the money around to fit the valuation they had um so actually this particular lender was very good at being creative um because I think if we were any anybody else, they probably would have pulled out on us. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to go back to my original uh, statement. And the quickest way or the easiest way to mitigate these problems is to get rid of the lender, work with a private in institution or a private investor. That brings its own problems. It does, <laughs> but it's in theory should be quicker. In theory, depending on how they operate. Depending on how they operate. Um, yeah, no, I, or, or this <laughs> the easiest solution is just not do it at all. <laughs> let's just go home, let's get a proper job. Let's get a proper job, yeah. Oh, let's do to that. go work in Starbucks. I've never worked in Starbucks. I've never worked in Starbucks. You have worked in Weatherspoons, though. I have worked in Weatherspoons, and I've said this before, I loved that job. I did not necessarily because it was Weatherspin, just because of the type of job and the people that I was working with. What alcoholics? No, no, it was, I was serving alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't. I suppose you weren't working with the alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't there. Uh, uh, we weren't. Uh, although, to be fair, um, most evenings in the pub, there would be one or two of the staff, or two or three of the staff, would always hang around and have some drinks at the end especially if it came to a Sunday night and we would be cleaning the lines um, before they would do the stock take and cleaning the uh, lines like this. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, like, if oh, there's a, about three pints in here. Exactly. Out. We didn't want to waste it. You know, there's always a couple of pints in the line before you end up with a with dead air in there. But sometimes we would kind of forget to turn the barrel off or disconnect the barrel. If it felt a bit light, we like, oh, we'll just empty it out. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. 
but I, I guess in reality, even though as stressful as this is, um, definitely wouldn't go back to a nine-to-five job. I couldn't work for anybody else. Nope. It's bad enough having a business partner. <laughs> Who just tried to get you to book a holiday? Yes. See, an employer wouldn't do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, go on holiday. Just Come go away. <laughs> yes, exactly. Go away. Yeah. Well, um, anything else to say about deals? Like, how can we speed the process up? You talked about going cash, um, being, you know, working with lenders. You know, we, we try to be creative. Straightforward bridging should be better. You know, this next one we're doing um, with the same lender, actually, just doing a straightforward bridge. And we are going to raise most of the money um, from investors and some of our own cash. So yeah. it will be easier to do. Well, put it this way, it'll be quicker to buy. But we might, but we've still got to raise the money. So it would be, yeah. But we can. But the great thing about that is you don't have to sort it out all in one go. You can raise it in bits, can't you? You can say, well, I need fifty k for this month, thirty k for next month, seventy k for the month after that. And 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 yeah, given the relationship we've got with investors, we can be a bit more. Um, uh, we can be a bit better with it, really, because it means that we don't have to spend all the interest as well. We only pay the interest on what we're borrowing at the time we're borrowing it. Yeah, that's true. But and, it'd be better to have it all up front because then you know you got it. But um, yeah, or even perhaps because we're because it, sometimes it can be tricky with what we do because um, you know the end result uh, requires some most of the time requires planning permissions and that type of thing in order for us to get that end product. Um, so maybe not necessarily buying them on day one, but Getting the getting them on an option or having the ability to do all the works, and then just refinance at the end when you've got your planning in place. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So we put the world to rights. No. 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 Because we're going to be back here in six months' time complaining that the next one took six months to complete. <laughs> well, yeah, we just have to remind ourselves that in episode. Um, 198 we 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 solved the problem don't make it complicated don't keep it make simple. it complicated keep yeah. it simple stupid yeah yeah simple. definitely yeah. on that night no night on that night on that note uh, i think we'll keep it simple for today keep it nice short and sweet and mm -hmm. say it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from me jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you on the next, next episode, episode.